Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. What the hell is going on? That is correct. We are back right into the middle of things here. What in the world did we just witness What's up, everyone? Here we are. We're going live. Look, you're seeing instant reaction. I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm nervous. I have about two hours until uh, the sports bashes is going live on 97.3 with myself and uh, Mike Gill. So we got a couple hours until that. I don't know what to do with my hands. Here's Carson Wentz. He's out of town, people. I need help. I need help. I don't know how to operate. Uh, I'm excited that it's over. There's a bit of me that is excited that it's all finished and it's all done. But what in the world are we witnessing here? That return. How do we feel about the return? Hold on a second. Let's get everything going here. I'm sure Adam Schefter is continuing to report as we go along. Let's type in Adam Schefter on Twitter. Uh, If Carson Wentz's playtime is at or above 75% next season, the conditional second becomes a first. The second-round pick also becomes a first if Wentz plays at least 70% of the plays and the Colts go to the playoffs. So uh, if if Carson Wentz is healthy, you're looking at a first-round pick-ish, right? I mean, that's kind of how this goes. If Carson Wentz is healthy, we are looking at a first-round pick. Uh, Yeah, you you basically did get a first-rounder, which changes things. I mean, as long as he's healthy. If this guy gets hurt, and we know the storyline's to this point, by most, this injury-prone guy, maybe you don't. Wow. In what world? Now Jalen Hurts. What does this mean? What what does this mean? Did Howie Roseman have the leverage? I think this is, unfortunately, unfortunately, this is... uh, This is kind of market value for him. I don't think that they got screwed. I don't think that the Colts got one over on them. I think this is somewhat what the trade market was for Carson Wentz. I don't want that to be the answer. I don't want that to be the case. This isn't what I wanted to see. But if you think about what has happened, you know, you want to mention golf and you want to mention what happened with uh, uh, Matthew Stafford, they don't relate. They don't relate. This is not the same issues here. This is two totally different situations. So I don't look at that and say, well, because that happened, then this needs to happen with Carson Wentz. It's two different situations. You had a quarterback that was MVP. What ended up happening? He fell on his damn face, and here we are. Fell on his face, and here we are. I could open up the Anytime Hotline, by the way. If people want to start calling into the Anytime Hotline, can I play the desktop audio through this program, though? Maybe I can. We'll save on to that because, obviously, we're not going to be 
we're going to be talking about this for quite some time. So maybe we can use the anytime hotlines for, for a podcast as we kind of uh, reassess this and as we kind of break down what the hell is going on. But wow, I, I, here I am, you know, coffee with bros this morning. What's going to happen with the Flyers tonight? Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. We now have Carson Wentz out of damn town. I mean, this is just unbelievable. Still drinking the coffee, though. I made another two of these since Coffee with Broads ended. All right, I'm going to go through our, uh, our our chat over here a little bit as we have the chat popping up, going crazy. Reported a day after the Bears had a better offer. Did the Bears have a better offer, though? We don't know that. We don't know exactly what's going down here. Uh, it'll be the first. Th- I'll be the first to say this. We will regret this. Well, here's where I have the issue with that statement. It had to be done. What happens in Indianapolis, I don't think relates whatsoever with what's going down here in Philadelphia. Like there's two totally different environments where I can't look at what happened and say, whoa, well, because this happened in the Colts situation, that automatically it's going to thrive here in in Philadelphia. Like He needs to get out of town and he's going to probably succeed in the Colts organization. I'm rooting for it. I don't think he's some stiff out of nowhere. I don't think Carson Wentz fell off to this level. Everyone thinks that, well, if the offensive line gets better, the team will be better. Well, that applies to when Carson Wentz is under center as well. It doesn't work one way. So, with that being said, I think he he goes and thrives in that scenario, but I don't know if it would have been the same thing here. So, I don't think you can apply what Wentz does next season and say, look, you screwed up. Now, ultimately, you screwed up anyway that you're here. The fact that you are sitting here today, yes, you already screwed up. That's inevitable. You're stating the obvious. You screwed up. Of course you did. But in, in terms of what happens next year, that's where I'm kind of you know iffy on, on where I'm at and how I assess this thing. Where are we here? I love Carson in Indy. I'm a Carson fan. He's going to thrive. Yeah, he probably will. He probably will thrive, and that's fine. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting him to just flip off Howie Roseman and say, fuck you, asshole. Fuck you. And I'm here for it. You want to do that? I'm here for it. I'm rooting to see that. There's no denying it. Stole him from y'all. I think this was the market value, unfortunately. Unfortunately, this is like you're you're not getting two firsts for him. You'd be lucky to get a first for him. And essentially, if he plays, he's gonna get you the first round pick. I'm just I'm more bummed that we're here, but now that it's here, all right, let's move forward. Can we please stop bullshitting around? Let's move forward. It's step one. I get it. It's time to react to the compensation side of things. You know, I'm Am I mad at Howie Roseman? Yes. Am I mad at Howie Roseman for this specifically? I, I don't know. I don't know how much better you could have gotten. I really don't. And if he did, you know what that would take? Waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And what do the people want? They don't want to wait anymore. The fans are upset and tired of it. So if you wanted Howie to get more, you would have had to wait. And you don't want to wait to get more. So where where do you fall? If you hate Howie, but you wanted a better package, what you needed to do was wait. But if Howie Roseman waited, you would have ripped the guy a new asshole for three weeks. So where's the line drawn here? Where's the line drawn? Carson, stay the fuck out of Philly. See why? Like that, that is a horrendous, horrendous way to feel. I think that's crossing the line. That's being brutal. That that is there's no reason to disrespect him. Oh, he's a bitch. 
Oh, he's a complainer. He whines. Shut up. I hate that. To act as if all this falls on Carson Wentz, that's a joke. Everyone's at fault here. The fact that you are in this situation today, you think that falls on one human being? My ass doesn't fall on one human being. You think Hertz is the guy? No, I don't. I don't think Hertz is the guy. I think he's a stopgap guy. I think he's a guy that you utilize while you figure things out. He's not going to just be a, a insane disaster. I don't think at least. I don't think he'll be a dis, a, an insane disaster. Although one in three after four games, it's not the most impressive resume. It's not like the accuracy on the ball was, mwah. you know, there were some problems out there. Go, go look at the completion percentage. And then the argument comes, well, his completions are down because he was throwing the ball away and Carson Wentz wouldn't do that. Sure, there were plenty of moments where he had smart throwaways when guys weren't available, but I'm not here telling you that Jalen Hurts is now the guy because Carson's not here. But what I do know is, what I think I do know, I should say, is he's a doable stopgap until you figure out what the hell you're going to do. Now, I question, is it time to draft a quarterback? Let's be serious. You're sixth overall, okay? You're not accustomed to being high up in the draft, but the, the question I raise then is, do you truly believe that Justin Fields is the guy, that Wilson is the guy? Is there someone in this draft outside of Trevor Lawrence that moves the needle that much for you where you think to yourself, I need to go up and get the quarterback? Don't just take a quarterback to take a quarterback. Do this the right way. Acknowledge that there is a, a possibility that these guys aren't it. And if that's the case, fine. If that's the case, fine. Don't just take a quarterback to take a quarterback. Go out and get that wide receiver that's going to help whoever the future of quarterback is. Go out and get that outside corner who's going to help whatever defense that Gannon wants to run and rock and roll with. Go out and get those key pieces. There will still be beneficial when you find that quarterback, whoever it is, if it's not Jalen Hurts. So I don't think that Jalen Hurts is, is the guy full, full swing. Uh, why would we draft a quarterback? You don't have a quarterback. If you think you have a franchise guy there, then you take the quarterback. What do you mean, why would you take a quarterback? Because you need a quarterback. Don't Get flyers out of here. And there's flyers nonsense. We're, we're, we don't care about the flyers right now. Let's see. Has Schefter tweeted anything else since, since we started? I'm sure he did. And now the former number one and number two picks from the same 2016 draft, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, has been traded. Un. Freaking believable that we are here today. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. Stunned. What the fuck was that, Howie? That's from Nick. See, this is where I have the problem. I'm disappointed they're here. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? I don't know what else you could have gotten. At some point, that's out of his hands. You could demand two seconds all you or excuse me, two firsts all you want. You're not going to get it. So, I, look, I'm not happy with the guy. I think he's a fraud. I'm pissed off with Howie Roseman for 99% of the shit he's done to this point. With that being said, in this scenario, I, I don't I, like the market is what it is. The market is what it is. So that's kind of where uh, I'm having the problems here. I apologize as I'm ripping through my phone here, but it's one of those breaking news moments. I, I don't like, I just need to make sure I'm keeping everything up to date here. As you can see, I'm getting, uh, whew. Carson Wentz stinks. Carson Wentz stinks. These are the text messages I get when stuff like this happens. 
Give Hurts some weapons and watch him go to work. Uh, what else are you going to do? Uh, unless, once again, if you, I don't know how you look at Hurts last year and say, this is our guy. All right? I could see going in another direction. With that being said, was there intrigue there to say, hey, let's just see what happens for another year? Fine. Yeah, I, I get that. But remember, sixth overall picks don't happen very often for the Eagles. So if you're in this situation to pounce on an opportunity, are you going to throw that away for a wide receiver when you can get a quarterback? If you value the quarterback that high, it all comes down to how you see it, your perspective on it. And, re- and realistically, it doesn't give, it doesn't matter what we think. It has nothing to do with how we feel. It's about how Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Laurie, and Nick Sirianni feel. Our emotions and our thoughts, it means nothing to them. So do they feel like Jalen Hurts is the guy? Do they feel like this is a situation where uh, the quarterback at at six might make them feel interested? Or do they go up? What if they make a trade to move up to three to pounce on a quarterback that's available? This now opens up the door for so much. and, And Howie Roseman needs to figure out the salary cap issue. Getting Carson Wentz moved and figuring out what's going to happen with that $10 million hit that would have been established after March 19th, but it happened before. So now it's Indianapolis's situation to figure out. That plays such a big role in, okay, what's next? Now you need to start making moves. Now you got to shred a lot of money to fit yourself under the cap. That was step one. Now we get the real business here, and it's how do we remove everything else that is going to cause such cap issue problems. Uh, Where did show hurts was even close to the guy? Where did show hurts was even close to the guy? I I don't know what that means. I think hurts should be the guy this year. The quarterbacks don't look like a sure thing aside from Lawrence. Now that I will agree with. There's no one that really makes me feel so fantastic outside of Trevor Lawrence. And I don't want them to take a quarterback just to take a quarterback. Now, I'm no quarterback guru expert that can analyze the Wilson and Fields to this NFL level. You know, I I trust people who do that to a higher level. But there is no sense of, hey, you really want to go get this guy outside of Trevor Lawrence. There's a lot of question marks and a lot of flaws in some of these guys. Would it be more beneficial to rock with Hurts to get a piece? And and once again, if Hurts ends up not being the guy for you a year or two down the road, if you pick Devontae Smith, he's still going to be a stud for whoever steps in and is that guy. All right, He's still going to be a stud for Jalen Hurts if he is the guy. And if you go outside corner and you make a move from Alabama, he's going to help Darius Slay and Gannon no matter who the quarterback is once you figure that out. So, uh, woo! In what world? Good players don't get benched. That's a flawed mentality. I mean, obviously, this is very circumstantial. And and in theory, yeah, you don't see guys get benched a lot. This is very unique. But to write him off forever just because of it, I think that that is uh, a little outrageous, in my opinion. All right, what else do we got here? Jalen Hurts is a stud. What are you basing that off of? Please, I would love to know where you see Jalen Hurts being an absolute stud. Uh, an intriguing, nice, coachable player, but, uh, you know, anything more than that, I think we're taking this to the extreme. I really do. Wentz just went to a team with a top five defense and a top five offensive line. Uh, Gabriel, 
You are correct, sir. And that's why this is going to be fascinating. I brought this up yesterday on the Sports Bash. Everyone talks about how stubborn he is. Everyone talks about how, how hard he is to work with. Everyone talks about how uncoachable he is. Now, here's Frank Reich in Indianapolis, and here's Filippo in Chicago that both want to work with him again. Now, I'm not saying that he's not a hard guy to work with. Obviously, there's been plenty of reports and there's been plenty of people on the record claiming that, guess what? He's stubborn at times and he's not the most coachable guy in the world. You know what? Most aren't, though, in the NFL. Stubborn, maybe that's a little strong, but being stubborn is normal in the NFL. And if these guys want their hands on Carson again, that's almost telling me something. Well, it might be hard to get the message through, well, it might be hard to work with him in the film room and all. It ain't that hard, okay? It's manageable. It's doable. Might be tough. He might be thick-skinned. But it's not so crazy and so outrageous that we want nothing to do with him. Everyone who worked with him in the past when they've had success, picking up the phone and calling Howie Roseman, that tells me something. Now, once again, here... Here in Philly, it's a disaster. It'll never work here again. So I'm not tying that logic to here in Philly for next year. But I do find it interesting that other people who have worked with Carson, they're not rubbed off the wrong way enough to the point where they don't want to get his hand. They don't want their hands on him again. They do. They do want their hands on him again. Uh, Arm Zebra says, I don't like the return. Well, of course you're not. A lot of people aren't going to like the return. No one's going to like this return. But it's the reality of the situation. Based off of these unfortunate circumstances, my instant raw reaction to it is, all right, this is kind of the market. It's the market. It's annoying. I don't want it to be this way. Uh, if we get a second for Ertz, that would be great. Yeah, I don't even know if you're getting a second for Ertz. I don't even know if a second for Ertz is in play right now, to be honest with you. Might be a little bit lower. But then think about it. We talk about how many holes these guys have as I'm trying to fix my hat here to make more sense. Um, let's say you trade Ertz for a third. I'm hypothetically speaking. Let's say you get uh, you get Zach Ertz out there for a third-round pick. So now you get, and let's say this turns into a first. Let's say it turns into a first because it has a, a decent chance. We can't write it off. Let, let me restate exactly what Adam Schefter tweeted out there. So we can hear exactly, or see, I should say, exactly what it is to reiterate it. If Carson Wentz's playing time is at or above 75% next season, the conditional 2022 second rounder becomes a first. The second round pick also could become a first if Carson Wentz plays at least 70% of the plays and the Colts go to the playoffs. So there is a very reasonable chance and opportunity for this to become a first-round pick. So let's say they end up having two first-rounders that year and you move Ertz for a third. Like, you're starting to acquire all of these picks to then help out this old team that needs to get younger. Here's the counter. Howie Roseman can't draft. And I'm acknowledging that his flaws as of late has been a huge issue to where this team is today. Giving old players a ton of contract money and relying on them to help you win another Super Bowl in that go-for-it mode, it costed them. They haven't been great with the draft. It has costed them. The last pro bowler since 2016 was Carson Wentz, and you just shipped his ass out of town. So the track record as of late has been a disaster. So the counter to all these picks would be, who cares? You're going to fuck it up anyway. And while there's probably truth to that, this is still the best way to 
transition an organization, to get better, to become a new identity, you build through the draft. You get younger. Now, the Rams are going with a different mindset. Screw the draft. I don't give a damn about the draft. Let's send all of our first-rounders out and get in the cap hell and spend a lot of money. That's what a lot of people have done to this point. Uh, not a lot of people, excuse me. I'm reading the chat, and a lot of people are, are commenting away. It threw me off for a second. Uh, the Rams are doing that, but I don't think that that's something that is more of the common ground. I think the common ground and the best way to approach it, while it might work for the Rams, you're in a different situation right now. You're in cap hell. You're in a problematic spot. You don't have the resources to go down the avenue that the Rams did. So what do you do? You got to build through the draft, get younger talent, get cheaper talent. So young, cheap, good talent is what you need to find. How do you do that? Someone let me know. How do you do that? Oh, I know. You draft better and you, you build a bunch of assets. You grab a bunch of assets and you push forward that way. So ugh, it sucks. It sucks that we're here, but I don't fault where they are from this point, I guess. Uh, where are we now? People complaining Hurts to other... People are comparing Hurts to other rookie quarterbacks in history are dumb. Hurts can't do anything better than Wentz except run. The total yards does not equal a good quarterback. I'm somewhere in between that, Jason. Like, I, I'm i not ruling Jalen Hurts out, but I, I don't think he stinks. He showed you a little bit of something. Like, there's somewhere in between, right? Uh, to say, like, oh, Hurts can't be better than Wentz. Well, it doesn't... In skill level, raw skill level? No, I think the, the skill level of Carson Wentz was scary when he plays the best of his capability. When he plays as strong as he can, yeah, I mean, there's no denying. There's not many quarterbacks, raw, natural, skill-wise, that can hang with Carson Wentz, but there's other parts to quarterbacks' games that can make them jump and improve in that area, whether it's the leadership standpoint. I think it's very reasonable to look at Jalen Hurts from that aspect, and just a few moments ago, I was looking at Hurts and saying he's not the guy long-term, and I still believe that, but I think he's a reasonable stopgap guy and worth finding out what he has. Uh, let me say that. I think that might be the best way to describe it with Hurts. It's at the point where I am at least intrigued enough to see what is in there, and, and let's roll with it. Uh, but look, look, the leadership thing. Everyone talks about him. I think it was either Rager or Sanders. It was one of the younger guys that talked about Wentz and talked about the competitive nature. might have been Jalen Mills, actually. Regardless who it was, it was a teammate of, of these players. And he, and he said that Wentz is a competitor. He'll always compete for you. And then he said Jalen Hurts is a pure leader. And that raised my eyebrows a bit. All right, so let's not throw away Hurts. You can be skeptical. You don't have to be the most optimistic in the world. But just because he's not Wentz, I don't think it's fair to just rule him out either, right? You got to find that happy medium of it. No quarterback could have done well in Philly last year. Yeah, look, I mean, for everyone that said, look, Jalen Hurts did fine. Yeah, you went one and three. So I think that that's fair to say not many quarterbacks would have succeeded with Doug Peterson's abysmal play calling and play design, which is a problem. The vertical route stunk. The offensive line was putrid. Uh, the, the, the lack of running the football was a problem. You, you become very one-dimensional. Look, I play Madden, and I can figure out when a guy drops back 90% of the time, I don't need to stack the box. I'm a Madden guy. Could you imagine what these smart NFL coaches are thinking on the other side when Doug Peterson throws the football 80% of the time? It's not rocket science here. So, And having a lack of talent at the wide receiver position. Injuries. There were so much. As, quote, and I'm using air quotes here, great as Jalen Hurts played last season, you want to know what happened? You went one and three. 
So that tells you everything you need to know. But the other side, look, Carson went stunk. Carson went stunk. So it's all of it, right? It's all of it. Uh, we could have a high-round quarterback next year. Stick with either Chase Smith or Sertan. Oh, damn. The chat keeps going up, and I keep missing all these things. Although I do like Trey Lance. Robbie, I can't imagine them going with Trey Lance after drafting uh, Carson Wentz. Whether that's right or wrong, I would find it very surprising if they feel they need to go down the road of going to North Dakota State after going to North Dakota State. It would be a tough, tough environment for sure. Whether that's right or wrong, I'm not saying that should be the case, but I'm telling you that is the case. We lost Ertz, Foles, Blunt, Malcolm, Frank, Doug, etc. in less than three years. Well, some of those make sense. When you win a Super Bowl, your offensive coordinator will get plucked. LeGarrette Blunt was at the end of the line. Malcolm Jenkins, while he still had good football left in him, you talk about, why are they in the situation that because they pay their old veteran experience guys money to stay? While Malcolm Jenkins may have some time left, you'd rather get rid of him early than too late. I'm okay with that. The Wentz and, uh, and Ertz situation, and Ertz is almost in that same category as Malcolm. Has years left, but with the money he wants to get compensated with, I don't know if there's a lot of value there. The, the Wentz and Doug Peterson duo, that's what should be insane. That should be what is nuts. Those two there, that is really when you dissect it. Not Ertz, not Malcolm, not this, not that. No, no, no. It's Wentz and Doug Peterson, the fact that we are here right now is is damaging. Harry Roseman is still here. Don't think a quarterback controversy isn't out the window until the draft happens. Yeah, I, I think at this point, you don't know who the quarterback is. So, yeah, there's going to be a quarterback competition. If they go out and get a Marcus Mariota, uh, what does that mean? Is If that's a name that they go out and get, does that open up the door for a quarterback controversy? He came in last year when Derek Carr went out and helped the Raiders push downfield a couple times. And I'm not saying that he's a good player by any means. I like him in a backup role. But because you don't have a true franchise quarterback, this is your guy. Anyone that comes in, anyone, if Jalen Hurts struggles, you're now, now going to hear them call for the backup quarterback. That's sadly where we are here in, in this city. Uh, Bryce has three Wentz jerseys. Ooh. I, I'm a, a new homeowner, right? So I have this man cave all set up with all of these big framed pictures around. Here's the, the, the four newspapers when they won the Super Bowl. Here's Ben Simmons, Philly Fanatic, Eric Lindros, and John LeClaire with Ron Hextall and, and uh, Rob Brindamore. And over here to the side, I got Carson Wentz dropping back, and now that bad boy's going to have to get ripped down. And I don't know if I can go to the extreme of a uh, throw-in no, Jalen Hurts up there. We're going to have to wait. Uh, you're going to have to... Whew, I don't even know what Eagles player I would feel confident in, in doing. Fly Eagles Fly said, this is a mistake. No, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. Uh, it's problematic that we're here, but since we've been here, to say that they should have kept him, I think that that is not the best way to approach it. I don't think it is possible to bring him back after all of this. I, I really don't. So, did we make a mistake? Not really. We made mistakes previously. We made mistakes earlier on. We made mistakes to get to this point. Once you're here, a mistake would be keeping him here. Quarterback controversy heading into next season. Who's the starter? Drama, this drama, that. Keeping him now would have been the mistake. Uh, we got a $5 donation here. 
from Just Call Me Flair. I'm 19, had enough money to get a jersey before the start of the season. I chose to buy Carson's. $150, man. $150. Oh, man, that's definitely a stinger. Uh, I, I feel bad. I don't, I don't know what else is that. Well, thank you, first off, for the $5 donation. Uh, that means the world to me. In terms of the Carson Wentz stuff, yeah, that, uh, it sucks. I don't really know what to say. Right? A lot of people do that. That's You could probably go to Models and get one for 6 bucks now, to be honest. right? I, I would imagine Models has it 95% off. Uh, I feel bad. I really do. Thank you so much. Uh, just call me, Flair, for the $5. Sell it to a Colts fan. Yeah, there you go. Sell it to a Colts fan. This dude talks about a quarterback controversy. Watch the Eagles draft a quarterback at six. I'm almost, con- I'm not concerned. But I'm almost shocked that people are out on a quarterback now. Why would you be out on a quarterback? Now, once again, I don't see a bunch that pop so much. So I understand why that would raise concerns. But seeing where we are at right now, how is that off your board? How would you think that that's ridiculous? You don't have a franchise quarterback anymore. Until you have a legitimate absolute, you make sure you always test the market of quarterbacks. So I don't I don't understand why quarterback at six would ever be ruled out. I think it's very reasonable to be ruled in. To be ruled in. It's so disappointing. It really is disappointing. How he failed Wentz. How he failed Wentz. I thought Wentz also failed the Eagles organization. Both can be true. They sold him for a bag of sand and a lawn chair. <laughs> no, come on. If they get a first round pick out of this, which there's a good chance they do. Let's calm down a bit, right? Uh, I mean, I know right now it's not screaming first-round pick, but if it becomes a first-round pick, uh, you you got to be uh, objective here. This has the possibility of becoming a first-round pick. It really does. It was only one year of a bad Carson play. Yes, there were some spurts of bad play previously. Due to injury, you have the major knee problem. You come back, you got back pain. You broke your back. Like There's, prob- there's reasons why the problems occurred. So, yeah, I mean, let's not act as if it's all been pretty, but this is one bad season with a lot of bad seasons from a lot or a lot of bad play out of a lot of bad players in this season. I would guess if I'm a betting man that he has a bounce back year. But I don't know if that bounce back year would have related to having the same play here in Philadelphia. The Colts don't have that many weapons either, but they're structurally built better right now. Their defense is lethal. They might not have, like, insane studs, but as you saw with the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, you don't need lethal, insane studs, but you need more than Travis Fulgham, Jalen Rager, who's not used properly, Greg Ward, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside. Like, there is more to work with, and they're, they're going to be utilized better as well. I trust Frank Reich and what's going on there more than I did Doug Peterson with the personnel. They use Jonathan Taylor. They use the running game. The play action could be lethal. Their run Carson Wentz outside of the pocket to the right. So while on paper, you're right, you don't look at the weapons in Indianapolis and go, holy shit, Carson Wentz with these studs, he's going to fly in Indianapolis. But I think the, the culture is different there. Everything's set up differently there. They're, they're more properly built there right now. Justin says, I'm so sorry for you, bro. Um, look, 
I'm with you. I'm I'm crushed. But I'm weirdly intrigued. Weirdly intrigued. I'm crushed but intrigued for what's next. Not that I trust. It's almost like I don't trust the people in place. So I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I'm intrigued on what they're going to do. But this is weird. This is strange. This is out there. The fact that this is so out there, weird, and strange, what is next? For some reason, there's something in my brain that pops of, wow, okay, where do we go from here? How do they dig themselves out of this? Do they dig themselves out of this? I know the easy answer is they never will. I don't fall in that category. Uh, They will. I mean, the Eagles history tells you that, but they've never been here. They've never been this ugly. They've been ugly. They've never been this internally filled with turmoil. So, it, and look, Chip Kelly was bad. There were bad spurts, but not this. This reaches an all-time high. I'm not excited. There's no reason to be excited, Brian. Brian says, I'm not excited to be an Eagles fan. Yeah, I understand that this isn't an exciting time. There's a difference between being intrigued on how they handle this compared to being excited. But this is a whole new regime, and the expectations are, what, nothing out of Nick Sirianni. No one knows what to do with Nick Sirianni right now. It's crazy. You have a new head coach in Philadelphia, yet no one has talked about it in weeks because you don't know what you're going to do with the quarterback. There's a new head coach in Philadelphia, a new head coach, a new D.C., a new coaching staff, all under the age of 39. This is insanity, yet there hasn't been one discussion on that because why? Well, because the quarterback problem. Now I think we start diving deeper into what does this mean for the franchise? What does this mean for Nick Sirianni? What do we expect out of Nick Sirianni? Now we we can maybe dive more into the team aspect and not so much, okay, what do we do with Carson Wentz? All right, let's see. Any more tweets from the Adam Schefters of the world? The uh, Darius Leonard tweeted out, let's go to work. Welcome to Indy. Can't wait to see what the future holds in the 317. Uh, There's a picture of of uh, Carson Wentz in a Indianapolis coach jersey. Let's see what Ian Rappaport has to say. I, I kind of jumped on instantly. I've been out of the Twitter game for the last half hour as we've been going through going through here and talking. No, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Just kind of giving the details out and, and what's going on. So nothing crazy yet. Uh, Chase says, Hurts played well as a rook, but I don't know if he's it. Sure, he... <laughs> He played well, but they were one and three, and it's a team game, and I get that. Uh, he played okay. He played okay. But I think he's the the answer moving forward, unless they value one of these quarterbacks at a high position because you got to take the, the most out of your opportunity here being at six. So, uh, look, uh, I, I think this is a, a, a good spot to kind of end things. I am on the Sports Bash on 97.3 ESPN from 2 to 6 p.m. today. So make sure you listen to myself and Mike Gill. We're going to be breaking this thing down for a long time, uh, for a very long time. So make sure you check that out. And there'll also be a more conversation. If you want to leave your reaction on the Anytime Hotline, the phone number is 856-442-9805. Leave your reaction. This is going to be nonstop conversation for the next couple of days. I want you to be aware of that. So get your phone calls in. There'll be more podcasts going on throughout uh, the next couple of days and weeks here. Thank you guys all so much for tuning into this unexpected live stream of Carson Wentz being traded. And uh, I'll see you guys later on. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.